Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Terry James Gingrass, and this is Dr. G's ADHD Chat, the show trying to make the world safe for ADHDers. Uh, I am a clinical psychologist and neuropsychologist. I'm in private practice. I've been working with ADHDers for about 40 years. And I also have a, an ADHD child, a couple of ADHD brothers-in-law, a couple of nieces, and uh, well, let's just say I married into an ADHD family. And one of those things that kind of happens to you is when you start really paying attention to it, I probably have a few of those in my family. So I guess I was just supposed to be here doing this kind of stuff. But ADHD is tricky, okay? ADHD is not something that is just, oh, well, it's obvious you just do this and this happens and that sort of thing. ADHD is sneaky, okay? It's a neurologic condition, but the kid doesn't look any different than any other kid. Just can't sit still, can't, can't keep his mouth shut, <laughs> you know, it's all kinds of things, but it's all neurologic. And we know that ADHD is inherited, it's genetic. About what the heritability index is 85%, which is extremely high. And the deal is that the neurotransmitters in an ADHD brain aren't quite doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, so a lot of times the temper tantrums and that sort of thing are just designed to stimulate the neurotransmitters in the brain, principally dopamine, but a couple of others could be involved as well. So everything you think about with a neurotypical kid uh, pretty much doesn't work with ADHD kids. Okay, ADHD kids respond wonderfully to praise. I mean, you, man, that just lights them up. And literally what's happening is that Dopamine is being stimulated with praise. Happens to all of us, but it's more important for an ADHDer because when your neurotransmitters are down, particularly dopamine, you do not feel good. You are a little irritable and crotchety. Life is not satisfying. So that ADHD thing, um, you know, like I said, it doesn't look any different than any other kid, but Praise is incredibly important. And uh, actually, criticism doesn't have a whole big effect on their behavior. It just doesn't. It just kind of... And punishment is especially not, not helpful. Okay, so why is ADHD more important for an ADHD family? Well... For one thing, ADHDers on average get 70 critical comments a day. Now think about going through your life, your whole childhood, constantly being criticized for this, that, and the other. You're too loud. You're run too much. You're jumping up and down too much. You're interrupting people. You're, you know, da-da-da-da. Just one endless barrage after another. Well that tends to make people a little bit sensitive about their behavior and they don't trust themselves, they don't trust their instincts, that sort of thing. So it really uh, 
is is becomes a big issue for an ADHDer. Uh, and phrase, okay, one of the things you have to do as a parent, you want to praise, okay? Matter of fact, there are some research that have been done by different performance people, that, but basically they say uh, you have to have like four positive responses, that's praise, for every critical or uh, negative response. And so that's in general, that's people all over. Kids, it's a little higher. Spouses, it's a lot higher. Okay, so you have to know uh, that it's important that for you to find, you know, the whole, the old catchword is, catchphrase is catch them being good. Well, you know, you may have to really look hard, but you've got to do a little more work. You've got to be a little more observant because you don't want to just be the one who praises them for everything they do. Uh, you know, it's, uh, that causes its own world of, of problems. Uh, you know, it, they have to think that, you know, oh, dad or mom is going to tell me the straight, you know, skinny on things that, you know, if they say I did a good job, I did a good job. It can't be that they're always saying I did a good job about everything. You know, oh, you did a great job buttoning your shirt. <laughs> Come on. Unless they're, you know, what the staging of the game where they're just learning how to button their shirt. That isn't going to count for much. So you have to be legitimate, and but you and part of what the deal is is you have to be observant and looking for chances to offer legitimate praise. Don't make it sound phony. That will not work. Uh, it's like you know <laughs> these stat uh, these yeah, statues for being having completed the season rather than for winning. The championship. I mean, I know it, in some well-meaning world, uh, this is supposed to make everybody feel the same, but in point of fact, everybody's not the same. And I, I know pretty, pretty well, a whole bunch about athletic performance. My my dad was a golf pro, uh, and I, you know, pretty much grown up, up around performance. Uh, people interested in their performance. None of them wanted to be told baloney, you know, none of them, they wanted legitimate feedback that, oh, no, you're flying your elbow. That's why you're hitting the ball all over the lot, you know, that kind of thing. So you want to be doing the same thing with your ADHD child. You want to be telling them the truth, but you want to be able to give them praise. You want to be observant enough that you can say, oh, man, you really, I could tell, I can see you that you're, you know, trying to do what we what we said to do. Uh, and I really appreciate your effort. And effort is important to praise, okay? Uh, a lot of parents make, make the mistake of, they say, oh, you're just so smart. You just, you know, and you're praising something that they don't have control over. But if you praise them for the effort they make, that they have control over, okay? But sooner or later, every bright kid who's getting really great grades is going to get into an intellectual or academic situation where he or she isn't doing so great. But if they they think it's just because they're brilliant without any effort, 
then they're not going to know what to do. Uh, so praise the effort, praise the effort, but make sure you praise. And by the way, if you happen to be the ADHD parent that doesn't have ADHD, it also works on spouses. Okay. And it's real important for them. They frequently need it as much as your children and they frequently need, um, need to know that you kind of like them, you know, even if they do forget a lot or don't do some of the stuff you want to ask and you sometimes get frustrated. You need to be uh, you know, working on, on the environment and working on, on them and understand everybody can use a little praise. Everybody can use a little building up of uh, their self-esteem and uh, it's uh, important to be conscious of it and aware of it. I mean, it's sort of like a, a big gratitude exercise for your whole family. If you're always looking for the things they do well, they'll feel better about themselves. <laughs> but a strange thing happens is you start feeling better about them. I didn't pay attention to how well she does this or well he does that. Uh, when you start doing that, uh, you, you learn that praise, catching people being good, catching people doing things well, leads to a much happier world all the way around. And it even extends to pets, okay? I mean, I have a friend and a couple of acquaintances. I'm not sure how I got all those people, but they are uh, in, into training animals, you know. Uh, a couple of them are world-class, uh, like with agility, if you've ever seen that, or the ones, my favorites are the ones that jump to jump the dog off the pier. Uh, <laughs> it's just fun to watch. And, uh, but the, the deal is that these people, they train almost totally with positive reinforcement. Praise for those of us who are lay people. Yeah, so they are almost always praising the animal for, for effort, for doing positive things. Uh, and so the dog is just trying, man, they'll go do anything to please that trainer. And that's what you need. That's what you want. That's the kind of relationship you'd like to have in your family. You know, uh, that you can find the things you recognize that the efforts they make, uh, even if, you know, even if it doesn't turn out great, the effort is what's important. Okay, that's it for this week. I am Dr. Terry James Gingrass, and this has been Dr. G's ADHD Chat, the show trying to make the world safe for ADHDers. Why? Well, because we need ADHDers. We need people who think outside the box. Uh, you know, conventional thinkers, uh, neurotypical people, uh, are great at keeping the system going, but they aren't so great at solving new problems that crop up. And so that's what you need your neurotypical, or your, I'm sorry, your atypical thinking thinkers for, the people who can see stuff that uh, other people don't see or, and come up with solutions that other people don't necessarily see. So we need some of those people and but they need to be people that are feeling pretty good about themselves, that are resilient and 
strong and will try again if uh, they flub up the first time they try something. So those are the people who get praise, who have people watching them and say, oh, you did a good job with that. that oh, you man, you really worked hard for that one. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm Dr. Terry James Gingrass. My website is terrygingrassphd.com. Uh, give it a check and uh, perhaps uh, sign up to join my list. We, we give a few bonuses away and we are uh, trying to grow this into a self-sustaining sort of operation. Uh, it's trickier than you might think, but um, we're, tr we're trying anyway. So well, you'll be hearing more about things. Oh, and by the way, I started a podcast cleverly titled also Dr. G's ADHD Chat, uh, and it's on most of the uh, places where you can find podcasts. I try to do it about once a week right now. Uh, when I get a little more into the groove, into the pattern, I'll probably try doing it twice a week, but for now, once a week. Okay, we will catch you next time.